Welcome back to the Gathering Podcast. I'm Travis. And I'm Will. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were actually going to say anything there for a second. Well, for a second there, I thought that was a recording oh. <laughs> and not nope. you talking. Nope. You know, I got that recently. The last time I was talking at a microphone, somebody's like, oh man, I thought that was a recording and it was actually you. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that. <clears throat> anyway, welcome to the Gathering Podcast. And today, uh, we're covering the topic of spiritual growth. So over the last two months, we've uh, uh, produced two podcasts, and uh, we've had two breakfasts. And in both, um, we had a lot of conversation, one about being still, and then uh, and hearing God's voice and His direction in our lives, and had uh, um, very productive dialogue on... Uh, how to put that into action and how to, uh, I guess, maybe not even so much on how to put that into action, but that we need to put that into action. So there's um, there's being still and listening to God and hearing his um, desires for our, our life uh, as, as it's not black and white in pages all the time where it can be very specific to you as an individual. Um, and then that just listening to God and, 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 Hearing what he has for you is not necessarily the the end all be all that you have to move forward and put it into action. And today, uh, I kind of want to talk about more the the more the how to a little bit more of the how to um, and the plan of action. And uh, we're going to be discussing a little bit there regarding um, what regarding like a battle plan, if you will. Uh, we're men, right? We like to talk about war movies and, and sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah. like you said, we talked about being still and meditating, listening to God. The other, our latest podcast was actually about putting that into action. So, creating a plan, doing that, and then, you know, it's a new year. So, happy new year, guys! I know you're uh, listening to this. It's a new year. Um, and with a new year comes a lot of new things, comes renewal, right? And we're finally putting 2020 behind us. You know, we can all give a sigh of relief. And for a lot of us, a lot of people make New Year resolutions. Um, I'm not a big fan of New Year resolutions because I always don't do them anyways, so what's the point? But, you know, a new year brings with it, for many, renewed priorities as well renewed purpose, renewed goals. And I hope for all of us this year, 2021, coming out of 2020, which was just a year of unexpected turns. Yeah, not, uh, <laughs> and I'm not even going to say bad turns. Um, I guess it depends on your situation. Sure. And <clears throat> I think too many people have focused on, oh, it's bad, it's so terrible. And uh, Maybe our expectations are too high. I, I think so. You know, I think another thing is like we, we just – I think we watch the news so much where they just dramatize everything and, mm -hmm. and you know, the things we, we've almost become the type of people that we ourselves start, uh, you know, over dramatizing everything in our life. And, yeah. uh, in fact, I was talking with some friends, uh, I think it was Wednesday night and just mentioned that 
it was at one point I just wanted to call some of my old army buddies <laughs> just yeah. to talk to them and be like, can you believe these civilians? And huh? they're all <laughs> whining and crying because of this and that and the other thing. Remember when we didn't shower for two weeks and <laughs> had to turn our underwear inside out just to pretend like we had a clean pair on, you know? And, uh, um, and uh, yeah, anyway, so like I, I don't want it to, you know, to sound like that kind of a year. I know for some people... Uh, for some people, it was a fantastic year. Uh, I've talked to quite a few people where business was better than it has ever been. Um, yeah, but for I, but for a lot of people, for a lot it of people, wasn't. it wasn't. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but this is not going to be one of those uh, New Year's podcasts where it's all um, new New Year, new you. You know, no, that's <laughs> this is not it. But not a uh, new you. But so stay with us because but. we. we, we <laughs> It is very pertinent as to uh, I, I our do, point, our yeah, overall I, point. I do hope that we will take this new year and reprioritize some things in our life and maybe have a renewed sense of devotion for God and a renewed faith because 2021 is going to bring a lot of uncertainties. It certainly is. We're still in this pandemic. Yeah. I did put air quotes there. <laughs> um and, and you got the vaccine rolling out, and what, what's that going? What's going to happen with that? And you know, what's Biden going to do with the economy? What's Biden going to do as our new president? You know, and like so, there's a lot of uncertainties. Which with so this is in our notes, but what comes with uncertainty and expect unfulfilled expectations is fear. And so, I feel like a lot of 2020 was driven by fear. That's the exact opposite of what God wants for us sure. as his children and especially as his men leading our families um, and, and in the church. Like, we cannot be driven by fear. Well, and I, although I have read cover to cover <clears throat> before, um, I cannot confirm or deny that, uh, that this is true. But I have heard that there are 365 times that the Bible says to fear not or talks about uh, you know, not, not being, being afraid. afraid or something. Sure. And, uh, you know, that's once for every day of the year. And, uh, that's fantastic because, you know, what, uh, what happens when you're afraid? Like fear, fear is nothing motivates like fear, right? Mm -hmm. So, so many people can use, they use fear to, um, manipulate. They use fear to sell us. They use fear, um, in, in a lot of different ways. And just like it works for marketing, <laughs> it also works for the devil. Right. Yeah, and, absolutely. and so if we, you know, haven't brought ourselves to the point where we're just not going to be afraid of anything, I mean, not saying that you shouldn't have a, a pang of something going on in your brain when an angry dog starts running at your child barking and, you know, <laughs> drooling at the mouth, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But, um, but overall fear that things are going to work out in accordance with God's will, regardless, as long as you're walking in his will, um, yeah. you know. And so how do you, how do we come, obviously, so this, the fear topic here wasn't even planned for this, but it works nope. perfectly because <laughs> for a year of unexpected, I don't want it to be another fear-driven year. So how do we as Christian men Make sure we avoid fear in our day-to-day -day walk, other than being mature in our faith, which gets us right into the topic podcast, the podcast topic, um, 
that spiritual growth is not a given. It, it's not just going to happen overnight or, oh, it's a new year. I'm going to start my Bible reading plan, Genesis 1, and I'm going to stop in February in Leviticus. Right. Everybody. And I'm not we've talked about this before. Have, Everybody gets it's caught up in Leviticus. the most read book. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first chapter, probably. <laughs> but, you know, spiritual growth is not a given. I feel, I feel bad, like jumping back on Leviticus. Like, I feel bad. Maybe... Maybe we should like um, restructure uh, the books of the Bible just so that Leviticus comes after Revelation. Well, it's a, there's a re- <laughs> I, I like going through the Bible chronologically. So the way it's set up, Genesis is, is like, not that is, is not, not chronological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if, so you'd if you get do like halfway through plan, Genesis and then you jump into Job. Yep, and, yep, and, and you, then, hit a, yeah. you hit a Psalm or two. And Job is you, my you, favorite book, by the way. Yes, reminds me of much of your life. <laughs> At least the boils. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I, we have a great life. There was a few things there yeah, that yeah, were okay. stuck in my head that I'm like, no, don't say Not it. on a podcast. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> uh, so, so, so if there's anything we know in our ups and downs, you know, I would say I, that I, I came to Christ um, in like 1999. I feel like I knew... And before that, I was going to church and studying reading Bible, but I don't think it was personal until like 1999. Okay, so from that day to now, you know the the Christian walk. A lot of people describe it as a roller coaster. Sure, there's ups and downs where you feel closer to God and you're further from God. But what we want to do is we want we want to be as close to God as we can. We want we want to stay in that spot. Yep. Because that's where we have the most joy and peace, and our life just seems to be going good. Even in the midst of trials, you can still have a, a joy, um, which is different than like happiness, <laughs> right? You know, an emotional thing. <laughs> um, and we do that by making sure we're consistent in our spiritual walk. And so, where do we start, though? <laughs> I mean, th- this is a huge topic that many people have written books on. And we haven't read. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but here it is. The podcast is going to answer all your questions. It's going to beat out any of those books by the scholars. <laughs> okay, that's not in the notes either. No, and had, no, it no, been, no. I, had that been on the on the This is spirit-led. This okay. is spirit-led. <laughs> sure. Oh, call it what you okay. will. But uh, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> My spirit, not guys. Well, you know. Well, so where do we start? So, so. So where do we start is, um, is basically a simple answer and that's where you're at, right? So, you know, if, if you want to get from point A to point B, you first have to figure out where point A is. And then, I mean, you can figure out where point B is, but before you make another step, you have to figure out where point A is, right? So you need to know, um, you, you can think, where oh, this am is, I? man, this is where I want to be, but, but you really need to know where you are, sure. right? Uh, before you can actually even think about getting to where you want to be, you have to know where you are. And, and a lot of that, I mean, that's just, you look at a map, you can't just point to a spot on a map and say, okay, I want to get there. Well, you have to know where you are so that you can plot your points and you can, you know, uh, make it over this ridge and around this, you know, obstacle here. Or You're talking like we know how to use maps and compasses and that's, and we don't. Okay. We have so GPS. Punching your GPS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old school, okay? I'm an, okay, I'm an but, old soul. But we're talking about battle plans, so this all works. So. Yeah. Okay, so step one, you, we need to evaluate. 
evaluate. You need to know right where you are spiritually. You need to know where you are. And 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 again, this is this goes way outside just uh, just the spiritual platform. But we're talking about spiritual growth here, so that's what we're we're pointing at. Where are you spiritually right yeah, now? These points can be used for everyday life, right? And you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, you you need to understand, and not just not just say where you think you are you really need to wholeheartedly you know dig deep and be honest with yourself and i think yeah. for for most uh most americans we're, we're not honor uh, honest with ourselves. only because you know basically what we were talking about earlier as far as so many people wanting to be over dramatic about the intensity of things um <clears throat> last night we had a snowstorm you know and I didn't watch the news on it or anything like that, but I was driving somewhere this morning and the roads had just been plowed. And, and I was thinking to myself, like, I was, I was thinking, I, I wonder if the weatherman was just capitalizing on the fact that it snowed for five hours. And were they, I bet you they were just on there like, oh man, we're going to, oh, we've got, we're up to another half an inch and it's just coming down and the world's going to end because it's snowstorm, you know, whatever. I, like this, I'm just imagining like, because that's how we do things, right? And so I, I think we do things in our own lives too. Like we overemphasize every little bad thing that happened mm-hmm. in our childhood. And we just think that, man, we had the worst childhood and, and, our parents who are still married after 33 years were just, it was just the worst place to grow up, you know, and, and you totally ignore and, and almost insult the ones who never grew up with any parents who were raised by an abusive uncle who sexually molested that, you know what I mean? Like, like you, you, you probably had it a lot better than you did. And then we like to think of who we are as a people or as a person. And we like to, overemphasize everything like oh man and i've i've seen people do this mostly on applications like oh man i am like the best employee on the face of the planet you know whatever well, that's kind of the point of an <laughs> well yes i know an but like you know but i, I played it in this perfectly when i said yeah, this yeah, was sure. the podcast for sure for sure i did i did that on purpose yeah, yeah. just to make your point it, wherever you're going yeah we're, 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 wherever you're at <laughs> you need to be honest with where you're at you need yeah. to sit here and say am I really a dedicated person or am I really, you know, on a scale of one to 10, where would I honestly rate myself? And don't just say, Oh, one, cause I'm so unholy and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, no, and I'm not just saying that to, to, you know, get something out of you. I want the honest truth. You need to have the honest truth. You're never going to, if, if you don't point the exact location of where you're at on a map, your plan from there on out is pointless. I mean, yeah, it might so get you a little bit close to your destination, but I've been teaching myself piano, and according to my wife, I'm catching on very quickly and reading music and everything. Coming from your wife, that that actually it, it is, means a lot. It means That's a lot. Right, exactly. Yeah, she's a fantastic <clears throat> piano player. So, in part of that, she's like, "Well, practice makes perfect," and I said, "No, it doesn't, honey. Perfect, perfect practice, practice makes perfect." <laughs> and and the same thing is here. You can't just evaluate part of your life and leave out the secrets that you have with God. You need to bring everything in, and honest evaluation is key. And so you need to ask questions. Where are you spiritually right now? Are you hot? Are you cold? 
Are you lukewarm? You know, do you even have a prayer life? Do you do devotions? Have you, when's the last time you even opened your Bible or went to the church or served somebody? You know, and we just talked about being still and, okay, now we need to put this into action. Are you obeying God right now? Are you doing those things? These are, those are some important uh, spiritual disciplines that we've taught the last couple months. And right. are you even doing it? Are we even doing it? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> and, and, and is there any action in your life? Are, yeah. you, are you actually doing this stuff? You know, and the most helpful book I've ever read in like a self-evaluation, it's by Patrick Morley called Man in the Mirror. And it is a Christian book, and but it's so it's called Man in the Mirror, and it it goes through a bunch of disciplines in your life about family and friends and work and finances and everything. Just it's a it's a big book, and it's got like questions at the end of each chapter that really makes you focus and evaluate how you are. But one of the things in it that was very helpful for me is to ask other people who you trust, who are close to you for an honest evaluation sure. of your life and what they think you could improve on. Sure. And I asked, I think, three or four people, and at least two of them gave me honest answers, and it hurt. Sure. Because and it, my and pride it got hurt. Yeah, I mean, and, and I didn't it wanna, will. Yeah, I didn't want to be that people person. are being honest, it's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, and but those hurts were like the best things that could happen to me because I took them and because I knew, I knew I was asking somebody who I trusted and loved that I knew it would uh, come out of the right place. And so I was able to take that and evaluate it and say, okay, this obviously needs to change. I'm not seeing something here or I'm just too prideful or selfish or, or I have blinders on something. And so I took that honest evaluation and I made a plan action how to change it. There you go. So, so it starts with evaluation, guys. Don't skip that step. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, part of part of evaluation or or part of you know building that plan, um, you have to know you know evaluate yourself, know where you're at, and then see where you're where you want to go or where you desire to go. And that's probably going to change over the years, which is fine. Um, I would hope that it would. Um, but I mean, you know, for instance, um, recently I've, uh, my wife and I moved, we have a uh, new, uh, new place on, on 34 acres and, uh, which for around here, 33.8 <laughs> for, for around, he doesn't even know, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, so we got a, a good chunk of property and, um, my vision is to just have this because I, I love to, uh, sorry to all my animal lovers out there, but I love to, love to deer hunt. And um, I've always, like, my vision is to have this uh, deer haven mecca. Shout, shout out to Jack. He got a doe last night, I think. Nice. Shot a doe. So. Nice. That was and, the, and videoed, the, videoed it. Oh, nice. That's so the last, the kids yeah, last day of the season. Very, yeah. very good. Um, But, uh, yeah, so... So that's my dream. I want to have this, this, you know, deer haven Mecca sort of thing, you know, and, um, to, to get there, um, obviously I have all these mostly looking into, you know, thinking about when I was a kid and man, I wish I had a grandfather who had, 
you know, a farm that I could go hunt and all that type of stuff. And I want that for my grandkids. Um, but how do I get there? Right. So the first thing is evaluation. So what did I do? I took soil samples of my fields and soil samples of my woods and had them evaluated so that I would know, okay, what types of nutrients are there? Because I could just take the seed, you know, and, and of course, you know, I have another plan. I, you know, I've built a plan of, um, I want to have, you know, lots of cover here and, you know, sweet food here and protein filled food here and blah, blah, blah. But, um, I also know that most of my property is a lot of sand <laughs> and that doesn't grow crops very well, but right? it grows potatoes, it grows potatoes <laughs> and it sure does actually beets and, and peanuts. Uh, uh, but, uh, so the second step was, you know, I had to figure out where I wanted to be, do that evaluation, and then, um, then make a plan from there. So now I know just what types of fertilizers I need to get the ground ready so that when I do scatter the seed that it's going to grow in the appropriate place um, and at the appropriate rate. But also, you know, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot that goes into farming that I had no clue existed until the last few months, even, even as far as, you know, seeds getting planted too close together or too deep in the ground or mm. whatever. Like I had no clue about all of this, but you really need to understand all that to, um, you know, to, to, to make it happen and even discusses it in, uh, in Matthew chapter 13. So do you want me to read Matthew? Yeah, sure. That'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Hence the fact for the, I pointed, Hey, you, you're on. Yeah, that's what I was asking. <laughs> so Matthew 13, three through nine is the parable of the sower, but we were going to say sour cause we were going to have whiskey sours. <laughs> we forgot about that. I did. So I did forget. Parable about of that. the sower. Sower. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna read this. Uh, verse three here, if I can find it. And he told them many things in parables, saying, "A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path. The birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil." And immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. So we have four different soils. There's the path, the rocky ground, the thorn, and the good soil. And these kind of all, at any point, you can kind of evaluate yourself and say, okay, where am I? What soil am I in right now? Sure. Because it can change. Mm -hmm. You know, as, as we talked, your, your faith can be a roller coaster. Your relationship with God can be a roller coaster. And so we can be in different soils at different times. So part of that evaluation, it, where are we? So are you a seed on the path. The path was the hard ground where someone hears the word but doesn't understand it and they're snatched away. So are you in a place right now where you're not in the word, where you're not listening to the word? Or when you are, maybe you're so hardened and turned off that it, you're, not, you're not even listening to what it's saying. 
maybe, maybe in fact, you've been a Christian your entire life, gone to church, and maybe you're here. Maybe you're stuck in in a uh, "I was raised right" mentality, mm-hmm. um, and and maybe because of that, you feel like you know your Christian walk is the way it should be, and. Uh, it's the way my parents said it should be, and it's the way that my particular uh, denomination says it should be, and whatever. And so you're just you're you're a path, and you're totally closed off to any different uh, any different ideas that maybe God's trying to poke at you, you know, and you just can't even hear him. Are you? Is that you? I don't know. Maybe you're the maybe you're the rocky ground, the the one who uh, you know. Maybe you're a young person that goes to uh, goes away to a, a summer camp, or or maybe you're a, a, a college student who just took off for a missions trip, and you you just you explode with faith and and you know just a desire to serve God and whatever. And then as soon as you get back down into the mundane day to day whatever, it just withers up and you're gone, you know. And maybe you're the you're the one who you want to change, you know something's wrong, and yet. When, when something starts happening and something starts becoming different and changing in your life, you, you haven't made the move to set aside those friendships that keep you locked into your past. And maybe you're getting choked out by the thorns uh, and, and, and you're not able to grow. Um, yeah, so a quick story from, I think Tim Keller's the one that used this analogy kind of talking about, you know, hardship and stuff like that. And maybe, maybe that's the reason you turned your back on God, or walked away or never took him serious because, well, why would a loving God do any of this? And and so, so Tim Keller talks about your faith and how the, the strength of your faith has no bearing on your spiritual growth. And I'm, I'm, I'm of course, summarizing here but it's the object of your faith. So someone who has a strong faith in the wrong thing, it's not going to do anything. Sure, yep. Someone who has a weak faith in the right thing makes all the difference. I'm and, glad and, you explained that because I'm not <laughs> sure where you're going with and, and so the analogy he was, is a guy's walking and he falls off a cliff and there's a small little branch hanging out of the cliff and he has a lot of faith, but not in that weak little branch so he doesn't reach for it. And he falls, right? And he dies. Or someone falls off the cliff and they have little faith in that little branch, but they reach for it. It's not the faith of either man that that saved them. It's the object of their faith. It's that small branch, and now they're saved. So what, what I'm saying is whether you feel strong in your faith now or you feel weak in your faith now, if the object of your faith is Christ, there's hope. Exactly. And encouragement in that. Bang. That's man, you hit it right on the head. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> they're 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 affixed to the table. We can't really drop them. <laughs> no, that was great. Well, that wasn't me. That was Tim Keller. <laughs> but yes, and and so the fourth fo- soil, where it was a good soil, where you hear the word, the Spirit allows you to understand the word, and you take the word to heart. You make a plan. You put it into action. You bear spiritual fruit, and. That doesn't happen just 
overnight. Right. You're talking about having to do stuff to your soil for for your your crops. You know, tilling the soil, adding nutrients. That's all stuff we have to do in our spiritual walk. Sure. And so so there's a you know, there's a hearing that comes. We have to be convicted by that hearing of the word. There's got to be a desire to move us to action, and that's where we fall. But, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us, of us get there. A lot of Most us get of there. Us, is, yeah. Yes, I want to do that, Lord. You know, a, a lot of us are uh, that rocky ground where we we receive it with joy and we're happy, and yeah, we start to grow and we lose it <laughs> because we had an action that we wanted to do, but we didn't have a plan. Right. And so, or, or, or we had a desire, but no action. And, and so we fail there. There's no, there's no, and what happens when you stop there is you just repeat the process until you can get to action and then have perseverance and make it a habit. That's when you're going to grow. And even, even the action. Um, and I can't remember exactly what I said <clears throat> when we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, but, um, you know, you you can have you can have a a memorized process, right? You you can you can. In fact, we all have process. We 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 all have the process of either hitting that alarm in the morning and putting our feet on the ground, or hitting the snooze button and rolling over. And I'm getting better. And <laughs> I know you're you're looking I, right at me, dude. I am so, I. <laughs> I am a snooze button fanatic. What I have been doing, but over the past year or so, or longer, I I at least take the clothes I'm going to wear the next day and I actually get them out. Dude, it helps me get up in the morning. No, yeah. I don't have to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> like even so, set setting the timer on our coffee maker yeah. so that it goes off. Like I I used to have the French press, but then it's like you gotta you gotta make it and you gotta let it set and you gotta whatever. So it's so nice just to wake up and know that. You know, if I go downstairs, there's a cup of hot coffee right now. So, yeah, you you can have. We all have our our processes that we do, but are those processes working? Um, it's not mm. about here. Here's sure. the phrase. It's not about um, being busy, but what are you busy about? Right. Yeah. So, even if you're moved to action, if your action is just a, a hamster wheel. And you're not going anywhere, then you can work as hard as you want, and it's still not going to develop the appropriate um, plan, or, or I should say, the appropriate outcome mm-hmm. that you're looking for. Unless, of course, you're just looking to burn calories. <laughs> um, but like, seriously, well, that's the, that's <laughs> I mean, usually that, the that should be a resolution. That should be a priority on my list right now. <laughs> but um, so you know, yes, desire action but that action has to have that second step of the plan you have to have that plan and how do we make that plan again evaluation uh we need to prep our soil figure out where exactly we are how to get to where we want to be yeah and and it's not going to be easy we gotta we gotta push we're gonna have objections it's gonna it's gonna be difficult and as soon as you make a plan the devil's gonna do something he's gonna throw i mean we're fighting a spiritual battle here we live in a spiritual realm mm-hmm. where you know there's there's constant Preach. pushback, right? <laughs> and I said <laughs> we must fight back <laughs> against the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of things in our lives because 
we might start strong in our pri- our priorities change you know as as and they they must they they have to evolve and change but we have to keep God at the top of that list because when it doesn't it draws us away and we get distracted by stupid things and and maybe you'll watch Netflix instead of being in the word and you haven't been in the word in a week you know or you, you stop talking to your friends you know and or maybe you're looking at stuff online that you shouldn't be looking at or you know and you get discouraged and that can push you away from God and you know this plan's not working this isn't what I should be doing because maybe you failed and then you just go on a downhill spiral you know you must fight back you have to defy it you have to resist and here we go again but how but how <laughs> do, you, well, do you just go to the gym and work out <laughs> yeah exactly like like you're you're uh you know you're you're olympians they don't just rant they don't do yeah. random workouts everything is specific for mm-hmm. what their end goal is right yeah any any athlete any any military branch law enforcement mma fighters there is work, blood and sweat that goes into it to become the person you want and to achieve the goals you're looking for. Spiritual growth is no different. That's not the end of the podcast. Okay, guys. so how, <laughs> so how do we fight back then? What what? How do we create this battle plan? Right. So we we create a battle plan. So Colossians two six says, therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord. So walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in love. So all all that condenses down to walk with him, walk with Christ. The number one thing we can do for our spiritual walk, our spiritual growth, and to have to fight back is to walk with Christ. Absolutely. And part of walking is... Like when my wife and I take a walk, mm-hmm. we don't just, even when we try to just walk and be silent, we usually end up talking to each other, <laughs> right? Yeah. So when you're walking with someone, yeah. it's not, it's not walk in the sense of just, you know, you know, one foot in front of the other. It's walk as in like doing life with. So you're, we're doing life with, with Christ yeah. at our side yeah. and we need to then communicate and talk with him. And then we're, when we're doing this, how do we do this? We read you know we're practicing we're we're practicing our communication with Christ um and how he speaks to us is through his word you know and and i know a lot of folks uh myself included sometimes i just like to listen and not necessarily be reading the scriptures but just listen and hear um not an audible voice but hear the words of god just i i sometimes just hear the spirit say things to me that it's like these epiphanies that just kind of pop into my head is like I like to call them. But, but the thing is we have to be careful and we have to be cognizant of the fact that, you know, if we're, if we watch a couple movies a week mm-hmm. or a TV episode here and there, they're going to, that the, the philosophies that are in those are going to be feeding our minds. Sure. And so when we hear these little voices in our head, Sometimes it's not always in accordance with God, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to we have to be cognizant of that, and we have to know that. And the only way to do that is to read the actual scripture, not not a. And I'm not saying they're bad because I love them, but not a devotional book, mm-hmm. right? Not a 
podcast. <laughs> now, we have to read scripture, right? The word of God. The yeah. word of God. Because I can't tell you how many times I've heard, you know, people misquote verses in movies and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I never thought of it that way. And then I read the verse and I'm like, wait a minute, they <laughs> said that wrong. absolutely wrong. <laughs> you know? And so we have to be in constant practice and and reading scriptures. And I am not a reader. <laughs> like I am not a reader. Listen to scripture. That's, then. that's, that's a hard thing for me to do, but, um, an audio Bible, something, something, you know, uh, I actually, I found that, you know, if I'm reading my Bible app while I hit the play button and listen, if I'm listening to so it, you're following while, along, I'm following along. Reading. So uh, now, now man, you're, now you're learning really by, by hearing, hearing and, and by seeing. Seeing. Yes. Yep. Now what if you read it with them? Out loud? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. So something I started a long time ago, and I've fallen away from, and I want to get back to, <laughs> um, was because just trying a different way of learning, I was actually copying the Bible. So I have a notebook at home, and I think I went through like Matthew chapter 17 or something. But I'm, I'm looking at my Bible. Okay, I'll read a verse or a, few, a sentence or something, and then I'm writing it down. So, so I'm seeing it. I, in order to write it down, I have to think about it. Right. Now I'm writing it down. And, right. and it was making a difference. And then we moved up here and <laughs> one never thing got led to back another. into it. And, but I have an office now. Maybe I'll get back into it. There you go. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good plan. And, you know, here's the thing, though. Like so many, so many people might think, well, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. You, listen, I've said this to uh, quite a few ladies who go to the gym. One of the best things you can do, male or female, is lift weights, right? Weight-resistant exercise is fantastic oh, man. For, the, for the musculoskeletal system. And I've heard so many females, ah, I don't know, I, I don't want to turn into one of those bodybuilding girls, you know, that look all masculine. And you look and at me and go, I don't think you have to well, <laughs> well, that's just it, like... <laughs> I'm sorry, that doesn't just accidentally happen, okay? Yeah, yeah. You don't just accidentally become a... a you, you don't just accidentally become a, a theologian. You, you don't accidentally become a theologian or yeah. a preacher or, or a pastor because you're constantly reading God's Word, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you may have the opportunity to have that um, be a blessing and influence somebody else in their life, yeah. and, and that's fantastic, but but just because you're in God's word every day doesn't mean that you're some sort of, you know. No, yeah, absolutely. Every Christian should have a good theological education. I'm not talking about going to college or fan, seminary, right, right. but some sort of you're reading the word, you're being taught the word, and yeah, there are going to be times when you are going to be expected by God to teach the word. And it's not going to be in front of a group of people. It might be one-on-one living your life, but... sure. Or something like that, you know. So I want to read Hebrews five eleven through 14 real quick. Uh, let's see. About this, we have much to say, and it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature 
for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. What he's saying is sometimes we fall away. So the group of people he's talking to, they've fallen away. Sometimes we fall away. We need to be brought back. Even if you're strong and you want to get stronger. Sometimes that can happen on a weekly basis. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You have to have constant practice. So, so what he's saying here is that, but solid food is for the mature. And then he goes into, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by, by what? How do you become discerned? How do you become mature in your faith? He says, by constant practice. So not only making a plan, evaluating, making a plan, being in your Bible, in your word, there's got to be consistency, perseverance, Habit forming. Work the work. plan. Work the plan. In order to have any kind of victory, there has to be, uh, like, so the first victory is the hardest, right? Sure. But with momentum, with practice, it gets easier. That's habit. And how do we know that that plan is, is working? Um, or if it's a good plan? Uh, well, I don't know. If it works. I've never been there. <laughs> I mean, if it works, right? <laughs> like, if, if the plan doesn't work or it's not working new plan uh, new plan yeah right Mm -hmm. because that's going to happen you're going to you're not going to make the perfect plan every time and sometimes you think oh man this isn't working i gotta i gotta make a new plan but if you really evaluate yourself maybe it is working maybe i wasn't even maybe i wasn't working the plan like i should Ah, you know what i mean like maybe this was my plan but i wasn't hey give it your fully engaging in it you know yeah so i mean yeah, you have to have that growth mindset. You have to be ready to move forward mm-hmm. and and yeah. and mature. And that you're going to face those challenges, and you need to you need to accept them, and you need to move on, and you need to persist, and you need to learn from your failures, and you need to accept criticism, just like you were talking about earlier. Yeah, and you need to find those lessons and inspiration through other people's success stories. That's the biggest thing. So I've heard so many people talk about. Um, and I'm totally stealing these from you. I anyway. know you are. <laughs> I'm totally. <laughs> that's to- okay. That's why I did the outline. Totally stealing these for <laughs> this. This was all Will's outline here. So I'm totally just just ripping it apart here. Uh, but like so many, so many times, you know, we can we can relate to somebody through a failure, right? So we need to share and express our failures. But the thing is, we need to find success in our failures with the help of the Holy Spirit because it's the only way you're really going to do it. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? You're, you're not going to inspire anybody if you're just a failure and you can relate on being a failure. You're just going to be a couple of failures, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, need to, you need to maybe find someone who did fail, right? Yeah. And, and how did they overcome it? How did they get through that? Use that as inspiration. Become a victory story in yourself so that you can turn around and help other people beat whatever it is they have to beat. Work yeah. their plan the way that they need to work their plan, right? And we live in a broken world. And so there's going to be times when we fail. There's going to be time when hardships come upon you or someone you love. And it's often in those times that you find the most spiritual growth, you know, and, and to quote my uh, theologian crush, Charles Spurgeon, and one of my favorite quotes of all time 
if not the favorite quote of the time. <laughs> he says, uh, I have learned to kiss the wave that throws me into the rock of ages. Let that sink in. I was going to say, I'm going to have to think about that one for a minute. <laughs> I've learned to kiss the wave that throws me into the rock of ages. So the rock of ages is God. I've learned yes. to love the hardships that force me to go gotcha. to God. Gotcha. And and it because often it's in those times of desperation that we re, we reach out to God and we find him and we get intimate with him and we grow, you know? That sounded like it should be the end of the podcast. It did, actually. I'm like, <laughs> crap, we got a little bit more here that we need to run through. But uh, well, we're not going to get into all the like the <laughs> disciplines of or spiritual disciplines of a godly man. I think if you want to hear those, come to the next breakfast. There you go. Um, which is January something. <laughs> well, I was just going to read off the disciplines, okay, talking about you know engaging <laughs> your mind and thinking and meditating and listening, um, reading your Bible, um, yeah. reading helpful books. Not that you know. Those shouldn't be the only thing you do, Bible mm-hmm. primarily, but those books are helpful. They help give insight and, and uh, perspective on um, the Word of God. You need to pray. You need to talk back to God. It's not about just sitting and listening all the time. There needs to be a communication there. Mm-hmm. Um, and get into community. Community such as the Gathering Breakfast, the second Saturday of every month at the 963 building. Which Atlanta. is January 9th. <laughs> January 9th. 630 6.30 a.m. in the morning, or we'll <laughs> see you there. Um, you know, so... so yeah. Spiritual growth is not a given. No. What's the goal of a Christian, though, but to be mature, to be like Christ? And, and so how, how do we get there? We, we've, you have to put work into it, and you have to come to God. You know, walking with Christ and being in his word is going to be the two most useful things to continue your spiritual walk and to bring you into maturity with Christ. And so um, I've often thought about writing a book and still don't know what the book would be about, but I know the title. <laughs> and if I had to choose one word for this year or any year, and it's also the same word for the title of my book, it's resolved. And, and resolved is is uh, you are you are committed. Nothing's going to stop you. You're unwavering. You're going to do it. You are resolved. And that's how I want this year to be for, for me and for everyone listening to this podcast. I want you, Christian maturity requires a radical reordering of your priorities. And the key is consistency, perseverance. And you have to be resolved in order to do that. And so, men, let 2021 be the year of indefatigable labor, inexhaustible, tireless, unflagging, and weariless pursuit for God, what he has for his men. That's it for this episode of The Gathering Podcast. We appreciate your support. If you found value in today's episode, please hit that like button, share, and subscribe. We'd also appreciate a good review. But more importantly, if you're in the Gladwin, Michigan area, please join us for the Gathering Breakfast, held the second Saturday of each month at the 963 building on North M18, where we'll have plenty of bacon 
and we'll touch on this episode briefly with some more outlook from men like yourself.